0: Hey everybody, Zachary Lloyd here. We just got done recording Faith Isn't, and I just wanted to let you know a couple things. We were getting a little bit of an echo at the beginning, so bear with me on that. So we edited it, and that's why now I am doing this video off my cell phone for you. Uh, Listen, a couple things. Just want to give you a quick update. First of all, we wanted to say uh, we're back doing this Full-time, we're going to be uploading episodes every couple days, uh, as well as podcast and broadcast. Also, um, I wanted to let you guys know that at the top of the video, there'll be a QR code for our partners and our people that like giving to these videos. That's a new, simpler way where you just take your phone and you can click on it, or you can also scan it with your phone or device if you're watching it on TV, and it will take you right to our partner page to give. And we are so thankful for our partners uh, giving and blessing us. Um, And again, back to the podcast and broadcast thing. there have been a lot of people asking us, hey, when are you going to get back to doing that? Well, we're getting back to doing that right now. So we appreciate your patience. We love you guys. We're so grateful. We're so thankful for everything that you've done for us. And uh, thank you for continuing to stay faithful in this time of transition that we were doing. And now we are going to get into the message uh, that the Lord put on my heart earlier. Oh, also, if you like my t-shirt, I forgot to mention this earlier. Jesus Loves You. uh, It's a brand, and I've become an ambassador for that brand. So go check out their website, Jesus Loves You. And uh, we will also, down below uh, in this video, I will put... um, a discount code for 20% off. And every time you use that discount code, it supports us uh, and the ministry and the family. So we wanted to say that to you and thank you. And uh, we love you guys and uh, enjoy. So let's get into it now. faith. Hallelujah. Um, we're going to start that new series on faith, if it will let me. There we go. We're starting a new series on faith, as I've said three times. Um, and tonight we're going to hit on what faith isn't. We're going to talk on some things on what faith is not. But before we continue, if you have not yet, go get your Bible. We're going to pin a notebook pad, a piece of paper, and um, we'll get into it. We're going to have some fun tonight. So we're talking about what faith is not. But before we continue, let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you. That as I minister your word, that the Holy Spirit would bring utterance like never before. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So anyway, um, at my church, at the church um, that I attend, we've been talking about um, two kingdoms. Uh, one called the Big K Kingdom and one called the Little K Kingdom. One kingdom is heaven's kingdom, another kingdom is Satan's kingdom. Well, in the kingdom of heaven, it is ruled by faith. Well, it's ruled by Jesus. But the what helps operate the system of the kingdom of heaven is faith. So tonight we're going to look at some things that faith is not. Okay, But before we even continue on that, I want to give you a definition of what faith is. Okay, It says here that faith is being fully persuaded that God's Word will come to pass. Faith is being fully persuaded that God's Word will come to pass. So faith is knowing that God's Word will come to pass, and that I'm fully persuaded that God's Word will come to pass. So anything opposite of God's Word and anything of opposite that comes against God's word or comes against the fact that what causes me not to be fully persuaded of God's word is isn't faith isn't a faith okay so i'm just going to hit a few points tonight on as i'm recording this video on some things that faith isn't okay the first one is is faith isn't wishing. Before we continue go any further on faith isn't wishing, let's go to a couple of passages of verses. Let's go to Hebrews 11.1. 1. Hebrews 11.1. 1. This is going to be a little faith series that we're going to do. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Right here. It says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it, the people of old received their, their commandments. Or con- commendation. Commendation, not commandments. Commendation. Sorry about that. It said, For by it, the people of old received their commendation. And then it says, continuing, by faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. Okay? So, faith is what? It's not something that is wishing. Okay? Faith is something that isn't wishing. Okay? Faith is not saying that Oh, I wish that'll happen. That's not faith. We'll clarify that right now. Okay. Also, you could say faith isn't, I hope so. Hope and faith work together, but faith is not just separated from hope and hope alone. Hope is a confident expectation. Right? I have a confident expectation that my faith will work. You see how that is? It goes hand in hand, but separated hope by itself just becomes practically, they get the two mixed up into wishing, or I hope so, when that truly isn't hope, that truly becomes just wishing. See, a lot of believers are going to take hope and misinterpret it, and then it becomes just a wishful thinking. A lot of people will say, well, I'm believing God, but they're really not. They're just wishing. Okay, When you are believing God for something and you are in faith of something, what are you doing? You're speaking his word out and that you know and believe that what? His word will come to pass. What was the definition earlier? It was what? Faith is being fully persuaded that God's word will what? Come to pass. I'm going to be fully persuaded that what? His word will come to pass. Okay. Uh, let's go to Mark chapter eleven. Mark chapter eleven, because we're we're making a point that what faith isn't wishing. Mark chapter eleven. Verse 22, now let me give you the quick backstory of this. Jesus came upon a fig tree, and the fig tree was deceiving Jesus. And what did he say to the tree? But let no man eat of you again, eat the fruit of again. Well, when Jesus said that, they came back. And verse 21, Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look. The fig tree that you crush has withered. And this is what Jesus answered. He answered them and he said, Have faith in God. And then verse 23 says, Truly I say, whatsoever you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Okay? So faith isn't wishing. It's what? Something that's what? Believed within the heart according to what? the word of God, and speaking it forth, and it what? Coming to pass. So it is not wishing. When Jesus spoke to the fig tree, did he look at the disciples after and say, well, I wish it happens, or I hope so, or it might or might not? No, he had a what? He was fully persuaded that his words, because he is the word made flesh, that his words would come to pass. And guess what? When He spoke them, it did. Well, guess what? You as a believer can speak by faith, and guess what? As long as it lines up with the Word of God, it will what? Come to pass. So we know so far that what? Faith isn't wishing. Okay? In Genesis chapter 1, we see that God created the heavens and the earth, right? So as He created the heavens and the earth, did He wish... You know, he spoke what? Let there be light. He didn't look over at Jesus and said, well, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. Light be. Is it there? No. He spoke and he said, let there be light. And not a few minutes later, not a few years later, not paused, not a long time, but what? Immediately, faith came in being, and what? Light was. Because he spoke it, and what? He had it. We can get to the point where as we speak things by faith, guess what? It immediately begins to happen. But we have to make sure that we're not caught up in these categories. Like the first one, faith isn't wishing. Let's go to the second one. And this kind of correlates with the first point. But our second point is, faith does not give me whatever I want. A.K.A. it's not a genie in a bottle. Right? Like we said, as long as you're believing God by faith according to what? His word. It does not give you whatever you want. Did God tell you to believe him for that? And if God is going to tell you to believe him for that, then guess what he's going to do? He's going to back it up. Plus, his word's going to back it up. For an example... It does not give me whatever I want. It's not just to fill what so-and-so wants. It's not, I want it my way or the highway option. you got to realize, people, that God's word is not subject to you, but you are subject to it. When you speak it, you will come, it will come to pass by faith as long as it lines up with the word of God. You see, you we have a covenant with God the Father. And since we have a covenant with God the Father between us and Him, that's when faith works. He brings the grace, and all He asks us to do is what? Believe Him for it, right? So, it doesn't just give me whatever I want. Well, I want a million dollars now. Well, guess what? By faith, what? you got to build your faith up to that. I'm not saying God won't give you a million dollars, but what I am saying is, is eventually, by faith, what? You'll get there. What does James say? Faith without works is what? Dead. But by faith, what? You can start somewhere and believe God through showing and giving and through your work and through starting companies and building things and grasping things, that by faith, what? One day, eventually, I'll get to the million dollars. Right? So guess what? Everything is by what? Faith. We live by what? Faith. But it is not, rub the Bible a couple times, and by faith, I wish, I wish, I wish, that I can have whatever I want, which is X, Y, Z. It doesn't work that way. Which rolls into my third point. Faith is not feelings. Well, I feel that this should happen. Well, let me tell you this. That feelings are okay. Because God gave us feelings. They're built within us. When he created us, he gave us feelings. We are made of a spirit, a soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions. So feelings and then also what we have a body which is what our spirit man and our soul live in feelings were created by god they really were they're a good thing but the problem is is when feelings tries to go the opposite of faith well i feel it needs to be this way that's not faith because what are you doing You're living out of your soul and not your spirit man. Your spirit man's not taking control when your spirit man needs to be in control. Your faith needs to have a conversation with your feelings and say what? We're going to line up with the word of God. But faith doesn't operate with just because of how I feel. Faith operates based on what? What the word of God says. Okay. Here's one for you. Speaking of feelings, and we're talking about will and emotion. Faith is not by sight. Okay? Faith does is not does not work by sight. Meaning, I'm gonna believe God for this pin, but I'll believe him when I see the pin come to pass. Boom! I got a pin. Oh, now I believe. Wow, I have faith. No. It doesn't work like that. What? I don't have a pen. Father, I believe you for a pen. And then after I say I believe him for a pen, guess what? I keep believing. I keep thanking him. I keep rejoicing that that pen's coming. And then guess what? I got the pen. Right? Faith doesn't go by sight. Faith is even though I don't have it right now. What? I'm fully persuaded that his word will come to pass. His word says what? He'll meet what? All your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Right? His word says I can have whatever things I say, which lines up with what? His word. Guess what? It's not sight. It's not feelings. You could also say it's not touchy. Right? It doesn't just, which goes into feelings too, but it's not touchy. It's not, well, my faith is this, X, Y, Z, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't cause envy and strife. Ooh, you could put that. Faith does not cause envy and strife. If you say you're believing God for something, and you're running your mouth when you should be keeping your mouth shut to other people, because a lot of people aren't going to agree with you. Let me say that again. A lot of people aren't going to agree with you. And sometimes it might be another born-again believer, right? Well, if I say to so-and-so, hey, so-and-so, I'm believing God for this. And they say, well, I don't know about that, da 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 And I look at them and I say, well, I'm going to do it by faith. I'm going to do it by faith. And start to argue with them, what is that? That's faith. That's not faith. That's you being touchy. Guess what? Faith is not touchy, nor does it cause envy and strife. I was discussing with someone something and they got real touchy with me. They got real strifey with me over faith. And it was according to the word principle. And I just was making a point and they got really touchy with me. And I'm not going to go into detail about it. But they just got really upset. Well, my God's able. Okay. I'm talking to you, number one, in love. And number two, if you're going to, with your own mouth, fire back at me and be touchy about it and start to stir up strife about it, guess what? You're not in faith. You're in feelings. Faith and feelings don't work. You're in strife. Faith and strife don't work. You're touchy. It doesn't work. Here's another point for you. Faith is not a mystery. It's not a mystery. If it lines up with the Word of God, and then I can declare it and decree it, then guess what? I will have it. That's not a mystery. All I have to do is open up the Word of God and read it. Right? That's what faith is. That's what builds my faith to be able to speak out and believe God for things. It's it's not rocket science. A lot of people even in the body of Christ want to make it such a mystery and so complicated well you got to do this formula you got to do this how many of you some of you may even still be in high school watching this and that's okay but in high school we in math class we had all these different formulas a plus b Equal, plus C equals this or A plus B equals C or X plus Y equals or X to the square guess what? faith isn't a formula and it's also not a mystery of maybe if I do this formula and this formula and put them together boom I'll get a mysterious power punch of faith no it doesn't work like that how it works is this I open up the word of God and as I read it Guess what? Faith stirs up on the inside of me. And then I start declaring and decreeing out of my mouth because God gave me a mouth to speak. But he only gave me a mouth to speak what? His word to line up with him and his kingdom. Because at the beginning I said there's two kingdoms, God's kingdom and Satan's kingdom. And we're supposed to be lining up on God's kingdom. And anything that we do that's opposite of God, we're helping whose kingdom? Satan's even as a born-again believer. But then you repent for it, and you get back right in line of where you're supposed to be. But I use my mouth for what? Speaking his word. I don't use my mouth to cause envy and strife. I don't use my mouth to cause confusion. Right? But I use my mouth to speak faith. Right? Like I said, this is not a mystery. God's word is simple. There's no gray areas to it. You read it, you apply it to your life, and your life is continued, right? Growing up, I was always told something. God's word says it. I believe it, and that settles it. What is that? That's me by faith confessing what? In his word, he tells me to do something, I do it. God's word is infallible. God's word is true and sharper than every two-edged sword. But I have to speak it by what? By faith. Right? So it's not what? It's not a mystery. Faith is not a mystery. Here's another one. Faith is not a cover-up for stupidity. Ooh. Let will just let that soak in while I take a drink here. faith is not a cover-up for stupidity and I want to take a moment in this one here faith is not a cover-up for stupidity meaning this okay faith isn't a cover-up for stupidity what I mean by that is this there's a difference in life before we continue there's a difference between ignorance and stupidity okay ignorance is not knowing and speaking practically not knowing about something and continuing to do it but they just don't know they're ignorant okay stupidity is knowing about something and then still continuing to do it okay for an example on stupidity growing up My mouth got me in a lot of trouble with my parents of back talk. Okay. And this is a form of stupidity. I would back talk, get in trouble, and then guess what would happen? Even though I knew better what would happen, I would continue to do it. That's what we like to call stupidity. Until finally one day, I broke away from doing the stupid things and I continued on my life. You could say this. If faith is not a cover-up, since faith is a cover-up, is not a cover-up for stupidity, then you could say stupidity can be one of the major enemies of faith. Stupidity is a major enemy of faith. You know why? You have all these people that speak and say they're living by faith. Or you have these people say, a statement that's off the wall and that cannot be backed up by the Word of God. And they say, well, I'm living by faith. For an example, in the realm of finances, you will see people, and I'm not knocking the prosperity gospel. I believe in the prosperity message. I believe that God is able to bring us higher and higher. I believe God wants us to be wealthy. I believe that God wants us to be successful and abundant. Don't take me wrong on that. I believe that God's Word wants us wealthy for what I'm about to say. Okay? But hear what I'm about to say. It's not a, faith is not a cover-up for stupidity, meaning this. I will hear people constantly say, well, God's going to give me a $20 million mansion with this many acres and this many cars and this and this, and He's going to give it to me. Okay? Okay. Okay, well, that's cool. And then they'll say, by faith. Or they'll say, in the next couple months, God's going to give me an $850,000 house. And they'll say, by faith. Or God's going to give me a $2.5 million mansion. And they'll just say, by faith. Well, most of the people that have said that, it wasn't a faith statement. It was just out of arrogance and out of stupidity. Because if you looked at their life, you would see that at the level that they're at now, guess what? Their house is beaten and broken down. They barely can pay their bills. They can barely get by. Guess what? That's not faith. Right? Faith is this. Okay? This is what faith is. Because that's stupidity. But faith is this. I'm at this level right now, but God, I'm going to believe God to go to the next level. I'm going to believe God that all my bills are paid and that I'm able to take care of what God's given me now. And then guess what? I'm going to believe God to go to the next level. I'm going to believe God to go to the next level and go higher and higher by faith to the point to where there will be one day that I'm at a $20 million mansion or I'm at a $4.5 million mansion, or I have that $850,000 home, or I have that $3 million house with 12 cars. You get there by what? By faith. But to say that it's going to happen tomorrow, when you can't take care of the things around you, is not faith, it's stupidity. And what we need to do is, before we add well, I'm believing God, or it's by faith. Before we do that, what we need to do is make sure that A, it lines up with the word of God, and B, make sure that our own faith statement isn't going to lead people astray. You see, one of the reasons we wonder why there aren't people in church or people serving God is because we have people that are operating in stupidity that know better of saying what? Well, I'm going to have a $20 million home. And then there's people that wait around and look to see if they have a $20 million home, and then they don't ever get it, and guess what? They start saying what? Other people start saying, well, I guess God's not a true God, not true to his word. And that's not the case at all. The case is what? People's stupidity is causing them, To look so high and mighty by faith, but then when they don't see the results, what is it? It's leading people astray. That's where I can say what. I believe that stupidity can be one of the number one hindrances of faith. And I'm not saying I haven't been stupid before, because I have. There's been areas in my own life where I've operated in true stupidity. But what? I've chosen to make a choice at what? By faith that I live by faith and I don't live by stupidity so let let me challenge you quit saying things by stupidity but say things by what hey if you are believing God and I'm not knocking the prosperity message God's able to do things he really is supernaturally but all of the men and women of God that I've looked upon that are millionaires and have built wealth over the years they have done it by what faith and they've gone higher and higher Some of them have even been the poorest of the poor and at one point couldn't pay their bills. But where did they start? I'm going to believe, God, that all my bills are paid, that all my needs are met. Oh, that I can go a little higher. And guess what? They went a little higher. Then after that, what? Okay, we go a little higher. We go a little higher. Okay? I know people that it's taken them 30 years to get to a decent point of wealth. And do you think that they're stopping there? No, they're choosing to do what? Go higher and go higher and go higher. And that's all we want to do is just go higher and higher and higher. But it's by faith, not by stupidity. Not just saying, well, I don't have to do everything. anything. God's going to put it all in my lap. No, that's again, stupidity. What did James say? Faith without works is dead. What do you have to do? You have to put your faith to work and put things in place and practice to what? Get yourself to that area. They didn't just end up there overnight. The people have to start somewhere. They do. And that's okay. But guess what? When you start amping your faith, guess what? God can supernaturally bring you from one level to the next. But what is it? It's all by faith and not just wishing or just hoping that one day God's just going to throw it in your lap. Like, there's been people that have prophesied to me, hey, you and your wife are going to have a great ministry one day. That's just a summary of the prophecy, okay? What is it my job to do at that point after I've received it? Just sit around and wait for God to just put it in my lap. Okay, God, I'm ready. Any moment, any moment, right now, right now. No. What do I do? Okay. Uh, The prophet said that I was going to have a good ministry one day. What do I do? I, I put into place what? His word. I read his word. I get involved in his word more. Right? I get full of, I put a bunch of messages together. Right? I line up speaking events and I start what? Going out and speaking and preaching at places. I go overseas to do missions trips and things. Right? Why? It's by faith and not by what? Stupidity. I do things by what? Faith. We do it by faith. By faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. Everything's by faith. So I'm going to challenge you. Let's do things by faith. So also, if it lines up with some of these things, and you say you're believing God, and it lines up with this and not the Word of God, then it's not faith. But if it lines up with the Word of God and not any of these things, then it's what? It's faith. It's faith. So I challenge you, do a step back, do a heart invitation. Have I been wishing? Have I been trying to use faith to give me whatever I want? Right? Have I tried to use faith for feelings? Have I been full of sight? Have I been touchy or caused strife? Right? Have I tried to make faith a mystery? And if I have, God, I repent for it. And Lord, help me believe to the point of what? That my faith can grow. But my faith can grow because it's not a cover up for stupidity. But what faith is something that I pull from the word of God and it works and it moves. Right. There are faith projects that we have for this ministry. And guess what? Every one of them is going to be met exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Right. It takes money to do things. And guess what? I believe that my God is able to do all of them exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Well, Zach, how can you say that? Well, number one, I'm saying it by faith. Number two, Scripture backs it up. Ephesians 3.20. What? He's able to do things what? See, exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think. According to what? His word. His riches and promises. So anyway, there's that little message for you, and I hope that blessed you guys. Um, we want to also give you right now a few couple things. First of all, we want to give you an opportunity to give. Um, as you've been seeing, and I forgot to point out, but that's okay, as you've been listening to me talk, um, if you've been watching me on YouTube, there's a little donation box up there. You can scan that, and that will take you directly to our page. Or um, also, we'll just put up the uh, giving thing right here. And for all those watching, you have all the prompts on there. And for everybody listening, um, the ways to give, you can do by cash app. And that's cash tag LMI give. You can text to give 866-870-6137. I'll say that number again. 866 870 6137, and you can put the keyword give as you send a text, and then it will take you through the prompts. Or um, you can scan the QR code for those watching or listening by podcast. I don't believe we'll have anything for that. Um, But those are some options to give. We're working on a website right now. Praise the Lord. And uh, all the funds from this video um, at this time, we'll be going towards our India trip. For those of you that don't know, in September we will be going to India, and uh, we have had some amazing testimonies already of the things that God's doing and opening doors for that, and we are just really excited. Hallelujah. So I thank everybody for our partners that has made these videos and podcasts available, and we are doing a lot more we're putting content together to do more and we have some amazing things coming forth and uh, there's that for you guys and then also I'm gonna put on the board here um, here a lot of people constantly have been wondering how to connect with us and here's ways to connect with us you can go on our Facebook page at Lloyd Ministries International Um, If you're watching by YouTube, you already know, but our YouTube channel is Zachary Lloyd, as well as our podcast uh, channel. It's Zachary Lloyd. And then uh, our Instagram, you can go to LMI underscore 2022. And then you could also email us info at LMI dot one. That's info at LMI dot one. And I also wanted to say with the giving that uh, if you wanted to mail a check-in or a financial seed by snail mail, uh, first of all, go ahead and email us, info at LMI.1, and we will be able to get back with you as soon as possible. Anyway, so there's that for you guys. And uh, now I'd like to go ahead and pray with you guys. And then um, after we pray for you guys, we want to... Uh, bless you, and uh, then we will see you next time. So, Heavenly Father, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, first of all, I just thank you that we live by faith, that we don't walk by sight, but we live by faith in everything that we do. Father, I thank you that you're a good God and a faithful God. Father, I thank you that I'm full of you. Father, I thank you that I'm blessed coming in and blessed going out. Father, I thank you that you're so good to me. And so kind to me. And that I'm full of your word. Father, I give you all the glory honor, and praise. That we choose not to be stupid, but we choose to live by faith. Father, I thank you that the word of you is becoming more alive to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, uh, we love you guys. And...